Talking Fight fans. Thanks for tuning in to another wonderful episode of Knuckle Up with your man Mike Orr at four and Cedric Ben, who's in the den. And yes, we are continuing with our Black Murderers Row Week. And today we have a special guest in the house to help us talk about two fine gentlemen in the Murderers Row, uh, Jack Chase and Eddie Booker, are today's subject. And we have Mr. James. Hagler in the house. Yes, he's gonna come join us. James, James, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for coming to talk about uh, the boxers murderers row. Uh, such a pleasure. Uh, I'm super excited that you're here. Oh, did we lose the sound? We gotta get the sound back up. Can you hear us good, James? You good? Yeah, I can hear you, but I don't know what's going on. Uh, we can hear you. Okay, we can hear you. Excellent. Okay. A little bit delayed. It's a little bit late. Yeah, it's okay. It's a little okay. delayed. Uh, James, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule, man, to come join us and talk about uh, such an important movement in boxing that uh, a lot of people don't really know about. Yeah, I know. I noticed that, man. When um, uh, when your guy got in touch with me, he was like, you know, have you heard of uh, the Murders Row? And I was like, well, not really. I haven't heard of any of them. And uh, when I did my research on them, I was like, holy crap, man. I was like, okay. wow, especially uh, Charlie Berkeley, man. I, yeah. There's so much on him that mm -hmm. it was ridiculous. And uh, he just reminds me of my, my father. My father went through the same. My father could have been in one of the in, in this class with these fighters if he didn't exactly. go to Kennedy's, you know? Exactly. So it was very exactly. interesting. And also, uh, Boo Boo Andres. He's going through a uh, similar problem, you know what I mean? Yeah. He wants to fight him. And I hate to see wasted talent like this in our sport. I mean, we need to embrace it, not, you know, discriminate against it. We need to bring that in, man. It's, exactly. it's so important, so vital. Exactly, exactly. Um, so the two, the two fighters that we're going to profile today, I'm going to start with Mr. Jack Chase first. Uh, Jack Chase was born, was born January 27th, 1914 in Texas, in Sherman, Texas. Um, he actually started out his, his, his career going by the, fighting under the name Young Joe Lewis, um, trying to obviously try to emulate, emulate that style before actually changing his, uh, changing, officially changing his name to Jack Chase in 1942. Um, just like the rest of them on the Black Murders Row, even though he was ranked second in the world in his division, he still never got a title shot. Um, although he thought, you know, he, he fought fought all the best guys. Um, in a second here, Mike's gonna give us his his, his record. Oh. Oh, yeah. um, but um, you know, he he did win several regional belts in the USA, including Colorado State titles, Rocky Mountain regional middleweight and, and welterweight titles in the 1930s and 40s including uh, California State's middleweight and light heavyweight titles in the 1940s. And uh, he retired in 1948. Uh, Mike, can you give us his uh, talk a little bit about his record? Yeah, definitely. Well, see, Mr. Jack Chase here uh, amassed an amazing record of uh, 81 wins, 24 losses, 12 draws with 35 knockouts. And, um, you know, for this 5'10 middle, uh, that's, that's pretty huge, man. Those are some big numbers. And, uh, yeah, you, you weren't, you were you were on point with, uh, these regional titles that he had, uh, you know, he fought for a few of them. Um, you can see it here when you check out his fighting record, you know, uh, back, uh, 1936 ring magazine, uh, you know, uh, there was a huge, huge, huge bout there that, uh, he fought against Eddie Pierce. 
that goes down in history as is, is, is one of his good fights. Uh, also, back in uh, 1937, um, he, he had another great uh, fight against uh, Phil McQuill- McQuillan. I believe the name is where McQuillan hit the referee who had been warning him for various infractions. And McQuillan was suspended six months as a result. Uh, And um, Jack Chase ended up winning the fight. Well, it went down as a no contest due to that. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, man, some frustrations that uh, he was definitely causing his opponents for sure. Yeah. James, I was just, we were just talking when we were talking about our guys yesterday, we were saying how it's, you know, obviously it's too bad that um, there obviously back then there's not too much footage um and, you know uh, of these guys fights highlights for us to for us to see them fight but just, just you know because just knowing that their names are still carried on till this day almost 100 years later um you know shows you that the, the type of fighters that they were back then right oh definitely definitely now I, I was kind of you know when i was doing my research on them i wanted to see the clips i was so you know, ages to see clips, but I ain't see too many of them. You know what I mean? No. I was thinking, and in, in my mind, I was like, I wonder if Mike Tyson got some of these cuts. You know, because Customato was just back during his time, so yeah. I think that maybe you know, I know I, I can't wait to see Mike when I talk when I talk to him. We're talking about these guys, and I know Cust has some. I know he must have seen some footage on them. You know, so yeah. <laughs> uh, it'd be very interesting, especially uh, that boy Jack Chase was. He was he was phenomenal too, man. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Fighting Archie Moore too, and 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 all those guys like Ray Robinson, the guys uh, Jake Lamotta, they had nothing but uh, good things to say about those guys, man. Exactly, exactly. Um, now moving on to 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 Eddie Booker. Yeah. Um, Eddie Booker was born November fifth, nineteen seventeen, in Texas, USA. Uh, he was an amateur. He was an accomplished amateur boxer, um, won several numerous state and national titles uh, before before turning pro in 1935. His nickname was the Black Dynamite, Eddie Black Dynamite Booker. They said he could bang or box uh, depending on the situation, and you know he was he was known to be a defensive stylist with a with a methodical approach to the sweet science. You know, as a coach, I always appreciate the guys that that really emphasize emphasize the defense. Um, despite not having a chance to to go for a world title, and even though we know back then, you know they they had you know they had to take the toughest bouts possible. There was no easy fights back then for them. He still went undefeated in his first forty four bouts um, before taking his first loss. And um, he he Eddie Booker Black Dynamite was actually the first person to stop Archie Moore in 1943. Uh, here's a quick quote from Archie Moore. Uh, this is an exact quote from Archie Moore saying, um, he had some, I had some rough fights in my time, but all things being equal, when I was in my prime, one of my toughest, I had to had to been against Eddie Booker, a fighting machine who shot punches with death precision. Uh, Booker was one of, the great, one of the great fighters of my time. He had me fighting for dear life. And that's a quote from the great Archie Moore, who everyone recognizes one of you know one of the, one of the best ever. Another another amazing defeat from Mr. Booker is that he was never stopped in uh, in his whole career, despite the high caliber of opponents that he faced. Um, he did have to retire a bit early in 1944 because of a detached retina, reportedly due because someone uh, you know tampered with their gloves, which uh, you know you know. Things weren't really checked back then, but that's what happened. Yeah, there's a horseshoe in there, right? 
Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he beat Coco Kid as well, didn't he? Yes, 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 yeah. That's it. They all, yeah, they all fight each other like six times in that murder. Yeah, yeah. Well, back then, you know, they got they had to, man. Everybody, everybody got eat, man. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and they want to use the best too. So you know, it wasn't no, uh, we running from this, uh, we want this. Uh, yeah. nah, nah, just, just, just lace them up, baby. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mike, can you talk a bit about his record? Yeah, man. Um, Eddie Booker, man, retired with a record of uh, sixty-six wins, five losses, eight no contests, uh, with thirty-three knockouts. Uh, this five-nine middleweight man with a seventy-three-inch reach. That's, uh, you know, big things. Yeah, used to go as Black Dynamite, birthplace, Alto, Texas. Uh, now resides, well, then resided in San Jose, California, where uh, he picked up this career, man. And, uh, yo, 1935, January 15th was his debut against Ray Lewis, another guy who was debuting, and he won that uh, with a first-round knockout, man. Pro debut for Booker, according to the wow. San Jose uh news um he boxed as eddie brooks at the start of his career so he boxes another name which is uh pretty pretty interesting so how many yeah. rounds were these guys going they you know i i know they were 20 rounds back then that that's yeah. what i think they first started to introduce to deuce uh interest first introduce rounds you know i'm I, I know Jack Johnson and them, they were just going until you know until somebody gives right. up. You know, right. you have like three, four hour matches. But right. these guys, uh, I don't I don't think it was a set determined amount of rounds, but they did, you know, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that anywhere with you know the set amount of rounds, but I'm sure well, they you figure Archie Moore, Archie Moore in his time, so it had to be it had to be a lot of rounds. Mm. You know, yeah. I, I have I have noticed that um a lot of the a lot of the long round fights were when they were fighting uh members of the murderer's row. Uh, so no. when you go through when you go through their records here, uh, it's not like with uh, with Eddie Booker. It's not till you get to his fight with um, Jack Chase uh, till till you see him in a fifteen round fight. Uh, other than that, it's all been ten rounds mostly, and uh, and then you know the sixes and fours, and as you know as you're just getting into just getting into it. But there was one fight that uh, that's interesting um, uh, against Johnny Johnny Natale. Um, but wait, time out. before you tell that story, just you know, that just shows another, another reason why they were called the murderer's row because when they had to fight each other, they 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 increased the rounds, yeah, to make them take even more punishment, right? Yeah, what, what ounces? What ounces were the gloves? Were they like, like six ounces, eight ounces, yeah. six ounces? Because they were little guys, so yeah. had to be. Oh, I'm assuming. Times. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming they were between eight, eight and ten still, and um, and again. Obviously, we seen by the situation. Oh, no, I, think it's, I think it's six ounces, man. ounces. When my dad was fighting, it was eight ounce middleweight. Middleweight wow. was fighting with eight ounces. So yeah, that's, that's <laughs> back then they had. To... <laughs> yeah, and so six said small glove, basically, basically <clears throat> some some winter mitts. Yeah. You know, Back, back in the thirties, back in the thirties, back in the thirties and forties, they were using six ounce gloves. Yeah, um, eight ounce crazy. gloves became standard uh, in in the mid to late forties. So you figure, you know, uh, some of these guys didn't have, you know, don't have the don't have the money to go out and be buying all these these new gloves. So you know, a lot of these fights were with those six ounce mitts, man. You know, just, no just, keep, just keep your hands warm in the winter, you know. <laughs> and nobody nobody was checking back then either. As as the situation with Eddie Booker, nobody was really checking him. So 
Right. You know, you right. Really yeah, it was very dangerous to be a fighter back then. You know, oh, yes. you had like like Mike said, you had to be authentically tough to uh, to live in that era, you know, and if that's the only means of of, of you eating, wow, yeah. That, yeah. that's a tough job, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um the the fun if, one of the funny things was is I did stumble upon a little story about Jack Chase and he actually he had a promoter. Uh, his first promoter was a guy that went by the name Babe Shosky, uh, who was the mover and shaker of the Wallensburg boxing scene in 1944. And at the earliest, Chase was under the control of uh, Johnny Kelloff. So these guys had promoters uh, that were pushing them, man, for these fights. So wow. they, they had to be making some money. Oh, yeah, they, they was definitely. You got a promoter, definitely. Definitely. Interesting, interesting. But yeah, yeah, that's there we have it. Those were our two uh, main focus uh, for today, Mr. Jack Chase and uh, Black Dynamite, Mr. Eddie Booker. Yeah, uh, you know, there, there is one thing that I wanted to say about Jack Chase. Yeah. Um, there, there was a stat that I did find that, that, that was pretty crazy. So 1936, uh, December 28th, he fought Eddie Pierce. Um, Ring Magazine states that Chase... Uh, Chase's first, this is his first loss after 66 consecutive wins. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, these guys were a force to be reckoned with and definitely they have, they have paved the way, uh, you know, uh, for, for the future of boxing, man. And, and for the future African-American guys that are in boxing, you know, this, these guys were so, so feared and such an elite group, man, that, that we have to recognize them in boxing, man. And we have to let people know and not let their legend die. You know, it, it's, it's exactly. gotta be, it's gotta be brought out there and brought to the people, man. It, it definitely does. Exactly. That's, that's, uh, this was all about just keeping the legacy alive. Uh, James, you going to join us for the rest of the week too? Yeah, definitely. I'll be back tomorrow too, man. Excellent. Excellent. Perfect. So, so all the talk and fight fans out there today. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, thanks for tuning in to uh, another, another continuation here of uh, Black Murderers Row. Uh, definitely join us tomorrow for the continuation. We'll have two new profiles for you. Uh, James is going to come back and join us. Thank you again, James, for joining us today for, uh, for a quick little history lesson for everybody out there on, uh, on the Murderers Row. And, uh, yeah, man. Cedric, take us away, brother. It's good, man. Yeah. Just, um, you know, like I said, man, we're keeping the legacy alive. There's a reason why there's, there's obviously there's been plenty of, uh, um, you know, black fighters over years since then, but there's a reason why these specific group of fighters, you know, have, names have, have lived on um, along with the likes of, 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 you know, uh, Marvin Hagler and Tommy Hearns and, and the, the guys that came, came after them. So it's important that we keep these guys' names alive. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And thank I want to say thank you for having me on as well. And uh I like that you said keeping the legacies alive because that's uh my uh my event that I'm putting together and that's what it's gonna be that's what it's called. Keeping take the a second, alive. take it take take a quick minute to promote it, talk about it real quick. Yeah, um, it's it's real difficult to promote it at this point in time because okay, we're, okay. Still, we're still getting everything together, but I just wanted to mention that that's the name of the show is keeping the legacy alive. Perfect. Uh, we're gonna have some some of the legends like their grandkids and their kids um, right. on the on on the card as well so and then my my son is fighting also so Excellent. he'll be on that card and uh it's going to be really interesting so right now we're just putting out, uh, all the pieces together we're making a lot of progress so we're expecting it to go down um august 20th <clears throat> uh 2022 at the end of this summer so uh, i'm real excited about it because uh uh, you see a lot of these kids coming up, man. 
and um, it, it's going to be interesting, man. Definitely. Is this a, is this an amateur or pro event? Oh no, this is pro event, pro nice. for all day. Okay. Nice, thanks. Well, you do you know you have a platform here to promote it, so you're good. Hey, no, you, have a, you have a platform here to uh, live stream it if you'd like. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, well, we'll help you. We'll help you live stream that and put it to the masses, man. Definitely, no, no doubt, no doubt, no definitely. doubt, definitely. definitely. All right, so to all the Talk and Fight fans, man, uh, thanks for tuning in to this special episode with our special guest James Hagler. Thanks for coming out, James. Uh, any last words you'd like to say to our to 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 our guests that uh, are watching us around the world? Just keep watching, baby. Keep watching. It's going to get real interesting. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. To all the Knuckle Up fans, we'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same channel. Two new people we're going to profile, and uh, James is going to come back and join us. So make sure you guys uh, tune in and see us. Same time. All right. Peace. Mm -hmm.